Hello again. Now, the, the shadow of COVID disease continues to put a blanket on everyday work. Whether it be the now routine mask usage, still a sense of a need for some social distancing, a hesitation to travel off-island or abroad, or more immediately, all those souls have experienced positive COVID results. Lots of them now. Coming into our surgeries, some of them, as you might expect, the ones who have had COVID who have simply experienced a bit of a cough and a cold and, well, what's all the fuss about? No, we're not seeing those, unless they've got a gammy knee or something. Now, it's a percentage who have recently had COVID, perhaps a month or two ago, and are still having any number of issues. In the olden days, or those four or two years ago, influenza type A or severe glandular fever or similar would do this to some. Yes, over the classic symptoms, no cough, no fever, all the rest of it. But it still seems a reasonable percentage of young adults sometimes have this profound sense of exhaustion, saltness of breath, even at rest, muscle aches, an awful change in sense of smell and taste, that mental health thing, they're tired, lethargic, a bit depressed, memory's gone to pot, can't think straight, can't sleep, relationship's a bit fraught, Ugh, and that feeling of breathlessness after minor exertion, say climbing the stairs, what's that all about? I've had this conversation a few times lately, so clearly it's an ongoing pattern. In many cases, it's a similar set of symptoms. Some chests, while clear of any obvious disease, simply are just not working as they should be. Breathing rate at rest is normal, but not quite. The, the finger pulse oximetry thing measuring your oxygen records a normal reading, but the pulse is slightly high. And persistency slow, the um, palpitations, that sense of your racing hard with minor exertion again. The tongue can look interesting. Yes, what sort of weirdo looks at the tongue? But in COVID disease, it can all change. The filiform papillae on the sides and the top of the tongue can too <laughs> look really quite inflamed. The circumvalate ones at the back, a frequent concern for some fearing cancer because they see this big pink lump at the back of the tongue. As you see it in the mirror, whoa, they look a bit flattened. The five tastes thus may alter, and often do, if the coronavirus disrupts the actions of these thousands of taste buds. Tastes like bitterness, sourness, saltiness, sweetness, and this slightly unusual one, umami, savouriness. We term a loss of sense of taste, agusia, and smell, anosmia. In surgeons are used to seeing the occasional patient who's lost their sense of smell like some severe flu-like illness. Intriguingly, more common in men, yeah, I know, we get all the bad luck, I'll, I'll duck on this point. But more commonly, though, nasal blockage, for example, follows, say, nasal polyps, a severely allergic nasal disease or an asthmatic. Taste and smell, of course, intertwine constantly. Ask somebody who's complete blocked nose, while polyps up their nostrils and they can't smell anything, they experience a lack of taste too for subtle flavours. Very much more than you might imagine. The tongue is normal, and the nerves to the tongue are not the same as the so-called olfactory nerves that tendril-like serve the apex of your nose high up in the roof. The first so-called cranial nerve does that job alone. No sensation though. No sensation sense, so you can still feel something up, poked up your nose, but you can't smell anything attached to it. Your sense, excuse the pun, of smell and taste is a complicated one. Covid viruses adapt themselves to the various receptors down in the nose, throat and lung, and enter therein. 
The rest we seem to be learning a bit more about every day, thankfully. So then, why do all these people, given the opportunity to have a COVID booster jab, fail to turn up? Or the term used in clinic terms is DNA did not attend. Disappointing to say the least, but presumably multiple reasons why they haven't turned up lie therein. GPs are now daily in getting extra work, <laughs> completing so-called anaphylaxis forms and posting them back online to the 111 service. They allow said named patients to have uh, typically the AZ Oxford variety of COVID booster for various reasons. I can't quite feel comfortable though with the German official this week quoting this winter of the country's COVID resurgence you'll either die, survive or get vaccinated. Just three options. <laughs> Bit harsh. <laughs> Old Bean, but uh, occasionally and obviously he's had his bluntless genes fitted that day. Mandatory vaccination? Nah, never going to happen over here surely. Our population are just not built like that. Uh, but caring for others through voluntary work, service, being safe as possible from passing on or developing severe COVID disease. Yes, we can all do that. A bit of that at least. In my version of that sense of community, vaccination is sitting in that pool of positive thought. Others might differ, but hey, it's a democracy. We might disagree. Oh yes, we might. But freedom to express those different views, of course within reason and acceptable boundaries of such, naturally. Off my speaker's corner perch then, until next week, cheerio.